You just tuned in with Defiance the Dawn. Live on the chopping block. Prepare to level the game with the knowledge of street science. Turn your speakers up and let's get into it. Oh, that hurts so good, man. That's the shit you remember when you forget everything else. <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the chopping block. I am Defiance the Dawn, Corey Austin. I'm sure y'all know me by both by now. I'm glad that you were able to tune in. What's going on to my Cali people out there? California, what's going on? Shoot, I just got a flash flood warning on my phone. I'm like, last episode I was talking about the rain, and right now it is storming, and the winds are crazy. There's thunder, a little bit of lightning, all that, and They used to say, it never rains in Southern California. That's a goddamn lie, because it's raining like a motherfucker, and there's nothing we can do about it but just endure it. So today's episode, uh, I'm not going to get too long-winded. I didn't want to, but if it happens, hey, just bear with it. And if not, you know, shoot, we're going to go ahead and keep it going anyways, so I see a lot of people that are up in arms about celebrity stuff and, you know, looking at the whole thing that happened with Gucci and the clothing lines and stuff like that. And to me, I don't really feel people in certain positions should be so concerned with who's doing what and who's not doing what. It's really not any significance to what you have going on in your lifestyle, per se. But we get a lot of people so indulged with what happens outside themselves, and I tend to notice it quite a lot, especially in the black community. They use a lot of celebrity social lifestyle since so much of our culture happens to be integrated now with pop culture and now that comes to American young culture, hip hop, all that and everything. And we become so infused and entangled with what people with monetary means to live their life end up doing in the public eye almost if that's a significance to be attributed to our own life, which makes no sense at all because there's nothing that anyone's doing on a high level that really affects what you're doing as far as food in your crib, your lights being on, your rent being paid, um, your hustle still going, your income still coming in, all those things really have no validation and what we have to understand is that you're ready to condemn someone else but you're not so quick to put yourself out there why is that because you probably don't want the same thing to happen to you. You feel that you can blame 
or put excuses on the reasons that you can't become what you really need to yet. You tear down anyone else that is doing something that you feel they don't need to. You can't have it both ways. And I think what happens is, deep down, people really need a validation in order for them to do something. People are looking for validation within themselves. To a degree, all of us are. Looking to blame others to validate your own lifestyle. There's been a social construct that's almost created a level of insecurity within man. And it's not that everyone walks around so focused on every flaw and every detail that they have. But it's only natural that we want to present the best levels of ourselves. But we also live in a world that feeds and pulls on a lot of our vices. And you don't need anyone to tell you the type of person that you need to be or who you can be. As long as you're being the type of person that is doing nothing to affect the lifestyle, the free will, or putting harm on another individual, then you have the right and the power to be what you need to be. You just have to be able to own it. And where we live in creates this desire for comfort. Comfort for things that have grown within us, things that we feel that we want, but we don't call it what it is. Our comfort for greed, our comfort for gluttony, our comfort for arrogance and vanity. It's all shield. It's all protective armor for us to hide areas we don't want to be vulnerable at. Things that we're not comfortable with the rest of the world seeing, we cover it with this armor to protect those parts of us. These things that we've become comfortable being, but we don't call it by those names. We just do those actions ourselves. But when they can't be seen in the public eye, when they're hidden in the darkness, hidden from friends or family, things that you may do that other people don't see, then you're quick to practice a level of hypocrisy. I see it all the time. I see people 
fighting online or leaving a comment where they'll be quick to shut down or invalidate someone else. And usually the point that someone is getting across, it's not for the means of understanding or opening dialogue for the means of conversation. It's very quick to shut down someone else to prove a, I'm right, you're wrong. You're invalid. Once you start calling people names in an argument, automatically it starts invalidating what you have to say. You have very little room to stand on. And people want to seem witty and outsmart and more intelligent. And a lot of things that they want to tell themselves but really, under it, you're arrogant, you're greedy, and these things become imprinted within us. It becomes innately a part of us. It's imprinted so deep that it's inside our DNA. And your soul almost yearns for it. Let me, let me go ahead and get deep with y'all on this and where we have to recognize is that at our very essence we're still a slave onto ourselves and you find this within ourselves because we're constantly always fighting a war within ourselves and you have a war between who you are, your body, the man, what we present ourselves as, and then our spirit. Always waging a war between the two. And we also have the soul within us, which is actually separate from both the body and the spirit, or the body slash mind. So, you have these different parts of you that have a conflicting message that you're constantly telling yourselves that you're having to do a consistent fight within how you present yourself, how you feel, and your outlook to the world. And your inlook to yourself. And it's very interesting when we look at it. You have to think about what happens when we start to interject or even connect ourselves within the world. You know, how do we really formulate these perceptions and the way that we end up looking at things and the way that we end up placing our validations. 
which is just a way of speaking about value. That's all it really is. So when we think about us recording things and taking in information, your brain cells almost work like a strip of magnetic tape carrying all the experiences and knowledge that governs how you conduct yourself. These are all influences from the outside and it determines how you dictate yourself with your personality and characteristics. All this stuff is assembled inside of cellular recordings. So these cellular recordings leave impressions on your very soul, onto yourself. And then what it outputs is a projection of the social values that you have based on your experiences. This is why when you see people do something where they compromise their integrity, say if somebody gets a record deal and they adjust the type of music that they choose to make versus something that might have been more conscious or something that might have been more insightful. When someone does anything for monetary gain at the expense of the values that they hold dear, usually we say, you sold your soul, meaning you compromised your integrity. Those values that were recorded into your soul that you were supposed to hold dear. The whole thing that we end up putting together is very brilliantly constructed. And it's beautiful. But it also has darkness to it. And we have to understand all these parts about what creates these human beings. What creates ourselves? Because we are human, but we are beings. Beings that, like I said, have this body, mind, soul construct and combination. The spirit is part of the body that connects the body to the mind. And the mind exists all around us, outside the body, in the ether, in the invisible realm where we can't see. The mind only journeys as far as the body and the spirit can imagine. So the spirit is what you harness very close to you. And th this is where we see a combination of more words. When we see somebody push 
with drive, when we see somebody have ambition, when we see someone with a lot of hustle, we say that they have a lot of heart, they have a lot of spirit. The mind, body, or more so the mind, spirit, and the heart are very intrinsic with their relationship with each other. And you have different points of your body that all play a part in helping the development of the spirit. And you you have to be able to understand that you have your circulatory system, which is kind of the fire within you. It pumps the blood and it pumps uh, and pumps everything that kind of burns within the heart to keep you going. You have, you know, the respiratory system, which has the lungs, the air that you breathe. That's very important for oxygen and how oxygen plays a part in the body for especially the mind and creation. You breathe things into existence. You know, you have your digestive system, which is kind of the hardening in the earth. That's what goes ahead and it keeps you energized. You know, then you have the reproductive system. That's also a creative force. That's bringing forth life. So there's very science, philosophy that gets mixed together that creates a whole arena of how we function and why we function the way we do. And see, when we have these strong essences within our body that lock us in, between the body and the spirit, there's usually one that is controlling the human being as the dominant force. This is why man is always so conflicted. Now, the body and the spirit, they have completely different needs. Completely different needs. But one thing that they do have in common is validation. See, the spirit needs to be validated by the human being. The body differs. The body needs to be validated by other people. Everything outside of it. But that's the truth that they both hold.
that spirit needs validation within you for its existence. And in order for the spirit to become that dominant force, for it to be awakened, the animalistic parts of man need to be recognized. Its instinctual presence needs to be recognized. Once the spirit is the dominating force within the human being, within man, that's when consciousness actually takes place. That's when true power of the mind is actually tapped into. The brain and the mind are completely different things as well. Because since we're talking about the body, we're talking about the mind, well, the brain is part of the body. But all the brain really does is operate as a physical instrument. And it's used to transfer thoughts from the mind into energy that the body can perform into action. That's its strongest purpose is to be that transfer of energy to transmute your thoughts. That mind exists in the ether. Therefore, it has power to tap into any level of information needed. The mind pulls what exists in the invisible realm. It creates an image in that the brain can process. And then it takes that image and it converts it into the energy the body can use to manifest something into reality. That's how it works. This is what many would call God. This was also where men will own a title of God among themselves. Now understand this. That is very different than the claims of the universal creator. But reality works as a mirror to the invisible realm. Therefore, you are a reflection of what is yet to be seen. So if you have the ability to do the work of a God, ask yourself this. Why does God need validation? You are great among many things and greater than you would think. When people would even praise Christ, Christ has told them that he didn't want to be praised. He said, thou will create greater miracles than I. And 
how do we get to the point where we are so inducted with these shackles that we place upon ourselves? This mentality that we enslave ourselves to, where we end up being the animalistic force that drives us off of pure instinct, that we only desire the things that come from the body. And we have to think of the very early stages that take place, even as a child. You know, and a child, how I made the reference to the magnetic tape, that's how it is for a child. It's almost like a blank record of magnetic tape that holds the recordings and collections of impressions and emotions and desires and knowledge and experiences. But based on the quality of what's been recorded, that's what's going to determine that child's destiny. And since the child can only use that which has been recorded into the mind, they analyze everything according to that based on their scale of value. This is why the truth becomes subjective. If every man is flawed, yet every lifetime is recorded uniquely, no single point of view can be an emphasis on your own value. You are great. There is a lot more to this game as we pull back the layers and we took and we take a look at exactly what creates us and it's very profound the work we can do in this world and how we can contribute once you have knowledge of self for anyone we can all spend our time focusing on the direct problems and the things that end up creating plights and uh, the hardships of circumstances. We can go over that all the time and divide it up chop it down and take a look at it but how often can you say that you are working towards presenting solutions being creative being bringing forth new thoughts to manifest and be born how often are are you putting that energy towards that? That's the value that you should emphasize. That part should be validated.
Allow your spirit to flourish. That's it for today. And, you know, shoot. Y'all going to think that defines the dawn uh, uh, over here dropping the sermon on y'all. But I think there's things that need to be said that go in these. Um, we should have a, a unspoken agreement and a silent understanding on many of these things. And the more that people are able to get it, the power that you have within the tools of your mind, the tools of yourself, the more we can go ahead and see active change happen, aggressive intelligence take place, where we can see People really go ahead and rise up and get their hustle on and make power moves that you need to. So make sure that you get a chance to check out InfiniteLifeLive.com if you haven't already. Great clothing line with all the stuff that I go ahead and bring to philosophy and bring to life and bring to light and you can incorporate that into your lifestyle for yourself or your youngins and whoever else you might feel needs it. If you are a business, entrepreneur, um, independent, however you have your whole business set up, go to imperialmediadesign.com, do graphic design, websites, all professional quality, all high quality, that's imperialmediadesign.com. You can get all your needs there. If you're a music artist, you can also find things for licensing, publishing, distribution, and music marketing. Full-fledged music media outlet that can help you out with that type of business. But for now, I hope y'all enjoy your day. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Talk to you all next Thursday. Enjoy it. Peace.